0: Welcome to the Revival Podcast. I am your host, Jack Gallego, creator of Revival by Jack, aka the best protein cookie you will ever have in your life. I am also a fitness and health lover, a chef, a foodie, and a creative entrepreneur. I love using my passion to craft and empower the intuitive freedom for the fitness-loving, health-adoring foodie at heart who craves knowledge and balance in their day-to-day life. In this podcast, I bring you episodes for myself and many other amazing guests that are going to help you spark your revival and enhance your life through insights on all things wellness, fitness, personal development, and business. So let's get to it. Alrighty, what is up, everybody? On today's episode, I have the amazing and incredible Joa, also known as Joa Fitness, on her Instagram. She is an online health and fitness coach, a former bikini competitor, and a freshly acquainted detour athlete. She recently graduated with a BS in exercise science at USF to further her knowledge of personal training, where she then created her very own health and fitness business. Not even going to lie, she is also known for her crazy impeccable glutes, like, this girl has some freaking glutes, just saying. <laughs> but more than that, she's all about mindset, hormones, and getting your body back to feeling great starting from within. One of the things that we are going to touch upon later is how she has had to overcome her own personal struggles with her metabolism working against her in order to get to where she is now. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Please take notes because I promise you, if you have any sort of health fitness goal or anything health and fitness interests you, this is going to be a pure magic. Thank you so much for coming on to this episode deal that we got going on. We're just going to talk all about your views on health and fitness and just stuff that you probably get asked all the time, but like the mm-hmm. way it all out. And um, so if you could just like describe what it is that you do, your background about your coaching business, like good little buy.
1: Alrighty. So I did start about, so I started my whole fitness journey when I started bodybuilding. So I had a boyfriend at the time who was into it. So I kind of asked his coach kind of to give me a diet and I started getting into macro counting and seeing the changes in my body and I was like addicted to it. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. So initially I prepped a year before I even like actually prepped for a show. How old were you when you when you first like started? I would say, probably like twenty. I don't think I had hit twenty-one yet, or nineteen.
0: And that's when like you first got into fitness. Fitness, you were like, yeah, and that's like
1: what. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, oh. Now to make this all serious, I'm going to change my name to my, my Instagram name to Joa Fitness. <laughs> that's how Joa Fitness came around. Cause I was like, yeah, you know, I I'm seeing some abs and seeing some changes. Let me just make myself a fitness account so that I know it's super serious. That, that's how you know it's legit. <laughs> exactly. And then I was in college too. So it was like, I saw my body make those changes. And then I went back to college to so living like in the dorms and partying and all that stuff so my body just went back to like normal but I was always in the gym you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. my my thing was I needed to find I was always very passionate about something and in high school I was passionate about volleyball so when I got to college I was like yes volleyball was my thing and I sucked so I needed to like I was always practicing so hard and I was like never good enough and then finally made the team so it was so nice and then you know coming from a low-income household I didn't really have anyone to Train me for me to be better at volleyball. So yeah. when I I got a scholarship to go to school because that's where I was strong at my academics. So when I went to school, then um that's when I started getting more into like working out, and then um that's when I went and lived with my ex boyfriend at the time, got into macro counting, and then came back to college, and then I was like, you know what, I was done with the partying and all that stuff. I was like, let me just do a prep, and I got asked at the gym at Crunch, um to kind of like if I wanted to do a bodybuilding show that was in in the area at USF. And I was like, okay. So I kind of did that. And then I started getting into doing promotions for nutrition companies, such as Extreme Body Nutrition at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I did a promotion at Crunch, um, it was the same time that I was prepping for my first show too. I got asked to be a trainer out of nowhere I was like wait what like me like they, just, asked. they just came up yes. <laughs> like the manager of crunch was just like hey you know how would you like to be a trainer and I was like wait like me like are you serious and he's like yeah like I mean we can teach you everything that you need to know and you can just do it and I was working at Victoria's Secret Pink at the time hating my life so I was like you know what whatever like let's do it I'm gonna give it a try I'm getting into this fitness stuff so why not I mean I changed my Instagram name right <laughs> <laughs> so I was like let me just do it um and then I got into it at crunch and it was hard at first because like obviously like no one knew me I had no experience so I had to work my butt off in order for me to really like engage with clients right Mm -hmm. so they kind of taught me like this protocol on how to how to do the kickoff with the clients and it was just all step by step and very robotic and I did that for like two or three people, didn't feel comfortable. And then the moment that I literally put that aside and just started speaking my heart out and passionately like connecting with the client that was in front of me was the moment that I was able to enroll my highest paying client at that time. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I put that aside, I was like, you know what, like, let me just have my heart speak out to this person because I want to help and I need clients if I really want to help them. And I did that and I enrolled her. And on a side note, to this day, she's still one of my clients. She came back to me. That was so exciting. Um, and then I was there, you know, and I started seeing that my clients were all making all these changes and I had no previous experience, you know, and I was going to school to be a doctor. So I was like, what the heck is going on? So I had to make a really big, like, jump. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like, you know, coming from a low income household, my mentality was, I need money. I need money. I need money. So doctor means money. Right. Um, so that was my mindset with that. So I really had to crush that at an early on age, you know, being in college and be like, well, if I'm seeing myself loving so much, what I'm doing right in front of me, why am I following my path to something else? When everything in that path is telling me no, cause I sucked at chemistry, calculus, like I went from being a straight A student in high school to like getting my first D e in college and I was like, no. So <laughs> That's that I, I know what's happening to me. I'm so dumb. <laughs> so then I changed my major to exercise science during that time and it was the best decision I could have ever made in my life. It was, I mean, I got in there and I just felt back in my zone. I felt good. I felt you know, like I was doing something with purpose now, and you know, as I was learning all that, all the science side of things, I was still training at Crunch. So I was training at Crunch, going to school, and then I had my my side job um, working at a club as well on the weekends at the Ritz. So as a cocktail waitress, so I had all those things in my plate, but I was still like, I still felt in my realm. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. it felt nice to work towards that. So then, long story short, I ended up having to leave because I had a, an internship once I finished, once I was finishing school, I had an internship. So I had to leave crunch and it was so sad because I didn't want to leave all my clients. And because I just didn't feel like I, I was meant to be there anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I felt like I outgrew that and I just wasn't really resonating with the environment nor, you know, like not to put crunch down or anything. It just wasn't my thing anymore. I knew mm-hmm. I was meant to do something better. So I went and um, after so was I, after I graduated, I ended up like not coaching. I just did. I was already like doing promotions for a medical center, and I they feel like
0: you of, do so many promotions every time I look at your Instagram. You are like yeah. promotion, promotion, promotion. how yeah, like, oh, like- does this girl keep <laughs> track?
1: <laughs> I was all over the place with promotions. So, and that was one thing. I was already so deep into that and helping their business out so much that they were like, yeah, as soon as you graduate, like, we want you, like, we'll pay you, like, this amount, like, da-da-da. So in the moment, it seemed all great. So, you know, I kind of put training off to the side, started doing promotions, which at the, at the end of it all, like, it all led to where I am now, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, So doing the promotions and all that stuff, and then something, when I was in there, I was just like, I can't anymore. I was getting, like, people asking me if I could coach them, and then the few clients that I had, I felt like I wasn't, being fully like fully attentive to them. And I didn't like that at all. Mm -hmm. So something was just nudging me and nudging me like, no, go do your own thing. Go do your own thing. And then out of nowhere, I woke up one day and I was like, you know what? I need a mentor. So I hired my first mentor and it was amazing. William Grazion was my mentor to start up my business. And he was great. You know, he, it, it was just awesome how it all started. He just asked me a couple of questions, and he was like, "You know, what's your why, your purpose, your mission, your vision?" And boom, I just took off. I was like, "Oh my god, these are all the questions I needed right now." (laughs) And I created my whole, my mission, my vision statement, just nonstop creating content, nonstop creating things. People started seeing that on my Instagram. I started. I I even hired like a marketing team as well. I saw. Yeah. Or like, or like now, like
0: you even have people like working for you now.
1: Now, yeah. Well, that is crazy. So, like. (laughs) My first month was August of actually fully starting my business, right? And the yeah. same exact day that I decided to um, take on uh, invest a lot of money in a marketing team, I ended up my car ended up breaking as well. And I had a Nissan Altima, whatever, my dad had given me that car and I mean I kinda wanted to really get rid of it, but like I didn't have the money to do it. So
0: yeah, and I mean I at the same time
1: yeah, I had about like maybe like a thousand dollars to my name and I had just invested so much money in the marketing team. So I had like $2,000 to my name. A thousand dollars was what I was going to pay a month for the marketing team. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's all I had left a grand as I was starting my business Mm -hmm. and my car breaks down the same exact day. But that's when I was getting really deep into like, trusting the universe and you know trusting that things will come my way and things will align the right way and just I was feeling like so good because I was getting so much so much amazing feedback with my clients and I had so much faith in what I was doing so I was like aligned and then that happened and it was like kind of like a slap to the face and um my car ended up breaking and then the next day I just go to the car dealership and I was like I just need a car and they ended up putting me in like all these like Nissan Altimas or whatever, and I was like, I can't. I was. Just, I, just, <laughs> I was just in I just had a Nissan Altima, and it was like the most dreadful like thing ever. I don't want to get one of these again. Like, and it's I mean, there's a deeper meaning behind why it's like because my dad gave me that. Me and my dad are really not. Yeah, you know connected and we're not really like we don't have a good relationship so it was like I kind of just that was the last thing that I needed like out of my life for everything to be fully me you know I work for all my stuff like no mommy no daddy's money nothing like everything I do is me so I was like that's the last thing that I need I was very appreciative for the time being that I had the car but just it was just not feeling good in it you know Mm -hmm. so when that happened and they put me on all those Nissan Altimas I just was like no 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 (laughs) And then something was like, I look over and I see this beautiful white Dodge Charger and I was just like messing with my roommate. I was like, Hey girl, wouldn't I look cute in this? And she's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. But it was like way out of my price range. So, um, I was like, whatever. I just kept looking at it. And then I got in other cars and I just kept looking. I was like, guys, can you just give me the keys to that car? I just want to drive it. Like that's it. I just want to drive it. Whatever. (laughs) So they put me in the car. Um, and the guy looks at me and he's like, Holy crap, like you'd not look this happy in any other car. Like you look (laughs) really sincerely happy right now. And I was like, yeah, I am, and it feels really good. And I want to get this car. So I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I was like freaking out. And I was like calling my mom crying. I was like, I don't have enough money for this, but I want to do it. And I know I'm starting my business. So like I have hope and I have faith that I can do it. Yada yada yada. And then she was like, you know what? Just get it. And I got approved for it. Got the car. And then in the second month of my coaching business, I went from $1,000 to making $15,000. My Holy second month, shit, girl. My second month of coaching, and mm-hmm. mind you, my income, like my household income was like probably 18 to 19,000 a year. So for me to make that the second month of my business was ridiculous. And mind you, I don't make that much every single month, but it's when I started getting into in-person training and online coaching. So I just had this influx of things. So, you know, moral of that story is I felt good in, in, I trusted my intuition, you know, I trusted my gut. I was like, I'm going to get this car because I've never had something like this. And it's not about the materialistic things, but it is about how I feel with my energy. And that's one thing that I've learned throughout this whole process is my energy is everything. And if that is not feeling its best, then I know that it's going to kind of show in every other aspect of my life. So that was a huge jump in my business. The second month, September and September was my birthday too. So it was like an amazing month. September was great. But then what started happening was after I took on all these clients, I got, I mean, I took clients probably, they were paying me a very low amount of money. They were paying me like hundred to $200 a month. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that those clients weren't as happy as I wanted them to be, you know what I mean, even though they're like, yeah, you're great, you're doing great, I was like, no, there is something better that I can do, like, I need to build a platform that's a lot better, so, you know, making that big increase in money in that month, I was like, me and my mentor sat down, and he's like, maybe, like, sit back, sit down, and kind of see all the things that you've done, and build a better platform with that. And um I was like, okay, so it was harsh having to do that scene, making I mean seeing myself make so much money and then kind of like drop down. Um and I was I took some time the whole month of October and just started creating projects. So any question that any client had, like what are macros? Um how do you do your measurements um i I developed my own app, so I did tutorial videos for every single step, your app step. Looks really good too Thank you <laughs> so I developed like videos and tutorials on step by step on how to use you know the um the app, the guidelines, the nutrition part of the app, how to count your macros in the app um uh, measurements like I stated um then like step by step check in protocols because i I wanted it to be more than just like emailing and text messaging. You know what I mean? I wanted to bring something way better to the table. So essentially something to the online coaching space that is like personal training, like in person. So that's what I did with that. So I do guided videos as well. So videos of every single exercise, showing them what muscles to engage proper, like science, scientific ways to do it. Like what muscles you should be engaging, how to mind muscle connect, all that stuff. So I just build content and content and stuff and stuff and stuff. And then took a little while. November, I moved over the clients that I had. And then December, I finally was able to brand the app and launch it. And now everything is just so free flowing and beautiful. <laughs> like yeah. I I have step-by-step on how to enroll a client. Like I've written out everything. Like how do you enroll a client? How do you um, do your check-in protocols. I do coaching calls with them as well, like bi-weekly check-in calls to to make sure that, you know, they're staying accountable and all these things. So it's like a very very accountability-based platform because that is a huge problem that a lot of coaches out there right now. It's like everyone that comes to me like, "Yeah, I had a coach, but it wasn't very like I didn't have the accountability. It was like we messaged once a week and did our weekly check-ins and that was it." You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, "No, I want to bring something way better to that and in the app, you also have like a community. So kind of like a Facebook community. So Mm -hmm. every day we post content on there. So exercise of the day, nutrition tip of the day, um, you know, hump days, like what hump have you overcome? So little things like that. And now with all that stuff, and since I've written out step-by-step of everything, I was able to take on an assistant coach too. So it's awesome. Like, like five months within Starting my business, I am hiring a team of people. You know what I mean? So I have my assistant coach. Um, I have my personal assistant who's gonna be helping me in starting February with messages and calls and a bunch of stuff and just organization. Um, and she also has a marketing background, so she's gonna help me with that. And then I have a marketing specialist as well. She is someone fresh out of, you know, she's still working on her stuff in college. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, she was like, I'm not very like, she's just kind of was like, I'm not very confident in what I'm doing, because I'm not fully a professional yet. And I'm like, girl, to me, it's not about that. To me, it's about yeah, growing.
0: Like, at one yeah. point, none of us were.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's <laughs> the thing to me, it's about growing together. And if I resonate with you, and I vibe with you, and I know that you're someone that's motivated and committed, that and she was one of my clients. So I knew that, you know, it took, yeah. I was with her for three months. So I knew her, I got to know her. Then I'm like, let's do this thing together. Like, let's build together. That's what it's about. Like, success to me is about building together. Yeah, I'll get to the point where one day I'll need like more experts and professionals. But to me, the beauty of it is the journey of it. It's not like, it's not really just thinking of like, oh, this is where I want to be at an end point. You know, like this is what success means to me. Like success is now. I feel successful now and building other people around me is, is just bringing more success this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's it's just been, a crazy amount and that's just like a little bit like I can get way more in specifics but then we would be talking forever but yeah that's like pretty much everything that's happened in the past few months that's freaking crazy
0: Mm -hmm. I love following you because every single time it's like your branding is insane and then you have your car branded as well (laughs) I love that so much my little
1: baby I love her I've never loved a car like that in my life so I'm just so blessed and so grateful to be able to afford something like that after after not you know just believing in myself to just do it. It's crazy. One day I have I still have
0: roll down windows. In my do car. you? One day I'm an upgrade. But it's just like I, I've always had very like unique cars and like their <laughs> own, like cute way. So if like you ever say hi to me and I'm the only one in the car but you're on the right side, I just have to wave because <laughs> I don't have to be like <laughs> rolling over. <laughs> it was my brother's car and mine had died and it was kind of like the same situation but my brother really wanted to get a new car so he just gave me his and I took over the payments. Mm-hmm. And it, my brother is like the least materialistic person in the entire universe. Like he just does not he just doesn't need like anything. He always gets like if there's a version of a car, he'll get the lowest version.
1: Oh yeah, like yeah. Uh, what is it? minimalist. <laughs>
0: yes, 100%. Yeah. So that's why I have all that. If it was up <laughs> the- I can't wait till the one day I have those. But one of the things. So um <laughs> one of the things I love about following you for like fitness and nutrition though is like you you're just so passionate about it and you also like know the you have the knowledge behind it as well. And so how do you feel like your mindset with fitness, nutrition has changed since you first got into it and with now? like when you first started getting into macros, like how is your mindset around counting macros or just going to the gym different from the beginning to where
1: you are? I love that you asked this question because I literally like this past week just had a really huge realization. So, you know, being in the bodybuilding industry, it's very, it's hard. It's very hard, especially me. I am a perfectionist. So getting into macros was In the beginning, great because my body was making all these changes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. But I got so deeply heavy into it that it was just it was it was consuming. It's addicting. It is. It was very addicting and I had absolutely no balance with it because that is the type of person that I am. I'm a very anal person. So Mm -hmm. I was like, no, like I need to meet my macros every day. I was so dedicated to it. I was so into it. And at that time, I thought I was doing myself any like more good than harm. But now years later, I'm realizing how much more harm it's done to me than anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, because I was so anal. Um, so over time, you know, I always had this battle with myself, like, Oh, count macros. And then like, Oh no, but I want to be free and intuitively eat. But then when I intuitively ate, I was not really feeling the best because I felt like I was just gaining all this weight. And it was just back and forth like any typical person, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? This is why like, I love what I do because I can use my experience to help others because I know exactly what they're feeling. So, you know, going from being so anal and then going, you know, the only way that I saw myself like feeling my best was like when I was on prep in the beginning stages of prep, because I was like, you know what, now I have an ultimate goal in my mind. So let me just keep doing this and count macros. But then what happened was when I went from counting macros, I ended up having a coach who just gave me a set meal plan. So now I got even more anal because I was like, no, I don't want to do macros. I don't trust myself. Like I started, what happened was I started not trusting in myself over time. So I lost more trust in myself, lost more trust in myself. And that right there is your mind and your body not fully connecting. So that right there is going to show in every other aspect of your life, anxiety, depression, all these things. You know what I mean? So I didn't trust myself, and I was, my coach gave me a full meal plan, and I did that for thirty-something weeks, and that is how I got so lean. And but I was not myself. You know what I mean? I got super lean for my show. It was great. It was an like it was a it was a great thing to win an overall and all that stuff. But looking back, I'm feeling the way I felt those times is something that I don't ever want to feel again. And all my friends even told me, you know, I have my two best friends living with me, and they're like, you were a zombie. You know what I mean? Like you were not yourself, and I was just. Not I was not me. I kind of lost myself into that, Um, but it did it did teach me a lot of discipline, and it mm-hmm. taught me a lot about myself. And it, I mean, I I had no choice but to spend a lot of time with myself. <laughs> so, during the hard times, I would just push and push and push. But I pushed way too hard, and yeah. that's how I got so small, thirteen percent body fat. I lost so much muscle. Even the judges told me at that time. But I was so deeply into it that I was like, I don't care. Like I want to continue to prep, and I did three shows back to back. I then reverse dieted very well, but it got to the point where it was, I, I had the worst body image issues ever because the scale kept going up. Of course it did. My body was not okay, you know, like yeah. my body had so much damage. The scale kept going up. My hormone levels were jacked up because of being so lean for so long. My food relation, my relationship with food was terrible it's that to this day I'm still trying to cure it. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, it was just one of those things that I lost myself in the midst of it. And then what brought me the most happiness was when I started this business again, I was like, oh, wow, there's much more out there than, than, you know, than prepping for a show or bodybuilding or all these things, you know, I want to do things in a more healthy manner. Like I want to be healthy. I don't want to feel like crap again. Like, yeah, I looked great, cool, but like I was not feeling great. And Mm -hmm. now I'm tapping into more of a mind body soul connection you know what I mean like a holistic approach to things and I just had this realization last week where I was like because I hired another coach he helped me with my hormones he was great with that but I was on a set meal plan again so and this was recent yes this was like like this past month and I was like well maybe if he's gonna fix my hormones like it's fine to just be on a set meal plan But no, like based on everything that I just told you, I kind of, I was kind of traumatized. Right. So I was like, I I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, am I doing what I want to be doing right now? Like, because I'm getting into really finding me, you know, finding myself, like really digging super deep and finding who I am, building my confidence, building, you know, building myself so that I can help others so why am I sitting here doing something that I don't even advocate? You know, it's something that I don't align with. It's like, why am I sitting here following a set meal plan? And calories were really low too. And I, I don't know what his, his meaning behind that was, which I feel as a coach, I sh- like, he should have told me I should have known. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just wasn't resonating with it. I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't, I don't know if if this is for me. And then I was like, I started thinking super deeply. I went in the crunch gym and I was like kind of like tearing up at crunch and I just looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, why do I like bodybuilding? And I was like, okay, like the challenge, but mainly I love being on stage. When I am on stage, I just feel amazing. And I looked at myself and I was like, well, then what if I was meant to be on stage for something else that doesn't mean 15 seconds? And after weeks and weeks and weeks of kind of fighting my body to look a different way, what if I'm meant to be on stage to go talk to bigger masses? What if I'm meant to be on stage for something else that is not bodybuilding? So then I started thinking about that, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't like you know focus so much on on the bodybuilding side of it. Yes, I want to coach people to do bodybuilding, but my main thing is coaching people how to train their mindset so that they can do mm-hmm. things like that. You know what I mean? My main core value in my business is self love. So I got to make sure that I am loving myself. And if this does not align with me loving myself, then how the hell am I going to teach other people to do it? You know? So that's just a little on that. And I've just, you know, I've been just following more of like a holistic approach, you know, and just being in tune with my body, like is, is something that I I've never done before. I've spent years and years and years fighting my body since I started counting macros because I saw a change So then, after that addiction. Yeah. So I was like, you know, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. I would go to the gym and it just wasn't fun anymore. Like I've, the gym was always to look at myself in the mirror and want to change my body. So go super hard in the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of going to the gym and doing muscle mind connection, really focusing on, you know, everything that I teach everyone else. I was like I teach everyone all these things why am I not applying it on myself you know like yeah. why don't why haven't I trusted myself if all these people I've have a whole tribe of people trusting me with what I do why can't I trust myself in this mm-hmm. so I had this realization like last week and I was like you know what I'm just gonna go to the gym to really stress and feel good and do the right things you know
0: Right. And you still love bodybuilding. Like you still, yes. still love like the thought of like the movements and all that stuff. It's just, yes.
1: I just want to bit like, my goal with it now is I want to bring a different approach to the bodybuilding industry. Mm-hmm. I want to bring mindset to the bodybuilding industry because there's all these women and all these people that get into bodybuilding because most of them, if you, if you meet them, they're really shy. They were nerds in school, nerds as they would call themselves. Um, They, you know, they were just people that are not confident, so they use bodybuilding as their art to be confident, you know what I mean? When And then that could be a really good thing for some people, but then when it comes to women and the horrendous type of coaching that is out there and the damage that they are doing to their body, Mm -hmm. it's not good, and that is the kind of thing the aftermath is, is ridiculous. So that's what I want to bring to the bodybuilding industry. I mean, my, my coach, my assistant coach, Shanice, she is embarking in her first prep with me. Um, my other girl, Lily, she did her her prep and, you know, even, even with her prep being so well, like afterwards, like she still struggles a little bit, you know what I mean? But it's still, but it's not as, as bad as I'm, I've experienced or what I've seen, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, Teaching people in the bodybuilding industry to have the proper mindset before you get into a prep. You know what I mean? It's not about food guilt. It's not about, you know, just trying to fight your body to look a certain way. It's about enjoying the journey, enjoying the process of it, enjoying the fact that, you know, you, you, you have a goal in mind. It's not about fighting your body or trying to look different and then trying to keep that look after you compete. It's about loving yourself in the process, accepting that, you know, it's going to hurt sometimes and you are going to feel hungry at times, but being in tune with your body during those times, you know, not, it's, it's about having more of a mind body connection to it and as well as bringing scientific approaches to it to where it's not less carbs and more cardio. If you're not losing weight, no, it's about Mm -hmm. really being in tune with the client's metabolism taking data over time, like what did we do here when your body was reacting its best? What can we do now to make, yourself, to make you um, go back to here where your body was reacting its best? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. doing stuff such as um, diet breaks, you know, as your metabolism starts slowing down, you can't take away more food from a person because they're going to end up just feeling even worse and their body's just going to fight them mm-hmm. and either stay stagnant, or increase weight. You know what I mean? So it's about giving people a diet break. So that way you have not only just physically, but mentally as well, you know, they're going to feel so much better eating more food. And then over time, you're going to see their body actually change more. So just little things like that, you know, being very specific in the science aspect of it and in the mindset aspect of it, which the industry does not have. It's, it's crazy. People are just like, all right, let me starve myself for 20 something weeks and of course anyone can starve anyone and get on stage but it's a lot more than that and that's what I kind of want to bring to the industry and who knows maybe one day I'll get back on there but for now it is my goal to fully focus on my purpose and my purpose is my tribe my clients my people and you know just kind of like everyone else like all my followers and stuff it's my clients my followers like that's my purpose I want to impact those people so if I have to take some steps back and kind of bring myself to this better place of feeling whole so that I can do that then so be it you know and then like
0: so when women come to you and say like they're very uncomfortable in their own skin like they definitely want to make a change what's the first place that you start
1: I start with the mind 100% I mean I that's the first thing that I tell them because I have all these girls that are just like you know I don't understand. I'm not losing weight. I'm not losing weight. I'm not losing weight. I was like, okay, well, where is your mind? Like, mm-hmm. I, all my, my, my first calls with clients when they're like, hey, when they inquire with me, they have nothing to do with, hey, what are your goals? What, how much do you weigh? What's your height? How much do you work out? No. I'll stop this right now. Everything is like super deep questions. I ask them, I'm like, okay, I know my why in life and my why is to make a change in your life. But now I want to know your why. And they're like, my why in what? Like, fitness? And I'm like, life because that when you live with, with purpose and you live with direction that is called being healthy and being you know in tune with yourself so I want to know your why you know I want to know what you're doing in your life that's giving you direction start with that and then you know I ask them about limiting beliefs like you know previous experiences that they've had and you know how they feel when they look in the mirror and then I ask them you know why why do you feel that way? You know. What can we do to change that? And just pretty much, kind of like all these things that lead me to really understand where their mindset is at because mind is everything. And I, that's one thing too that I've been really, really tapping into. It's like when you see people that are like, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm ugly, and that's all they think, that is what their body is going to portray. Because Mm -hmm. when your mind thinks something, you're going to start secreting the hormones in your body, such as cortisol and all the other stress hormones that are only going to affect your body. And if you're constantly eating food and feeling guilty while you eat that food, your metabolism is not gonna, I mean, your your body is not gonna metabolize that food properly. You know what I mean? Because you're in that moment feeling guilty, feeling stressed while you're eating a piece of pizza, right? So your body is only gonna, not. it's gonna cause the, like, the metabolic processes to be all jacked up, and then guess what? You're gonna probably store it as fat. So it all starts with the mind. Think about this. There's a person that's like, I'm a genetic freak. I'm a genetic freak. Don't they look like genetic freaks? They look amazing, right? Amazing. It, for real. Like, I've never heard that term. Yeah. Like, oh, I, like, I look great. Like, you know, like it's, oh, my jeans are awesome. That's why I put on so much muscle so fast. And they look so great. And then you talk to a person that their mentality is like, oh, you know, like myself, oh, I'm a thicker girl. So da-da-da. So their patterns and their behaviors going to show what they perceive in their mind Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's like it's about really targeting what's in here because what is in here is going to determine everything else that's happening in your body and I've learned that with all the challenges and all the hardships that I've had because it's been constant I want to fight my body I want to fight my body I'm fighting my body and then my body not reacting the right way because that's my mentality oh I'm a thicker girl so might as well like stay thick right like you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, like, what I'm tapping into more. It's just the mindset of it and, you know, I've seen changes also, like, seen from experiences such as my coach, Janice, like, she goes out and she eats, you know, pizza or a taco and she feels fine. The next day she goes and she works out, she works it off and she feels great the next day. Or mm-hmm. as someone like myself would eat pizza or taco and then I would feel so guilty and then it will just increase the patterns of me feeling guilty and then either restricting calories or going to the gym to fight my body again where it's just about just being calm and being okay. Like it's food, like it's fine. It's not, you know, anything else. And that's the main problem. People don't have the right mindset. So it's about tapping in here first so that then they can start seeing changes in their body. And that's why I feel like I have such good success with my clients because I teach them all about mindset first, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, and and I portray it now that I'm embarking in it as well. I portray it with my personal experiences
0: Mm -hmm. because anyone can like teach you how to lose weight but it's after that like after you hit that goal like where's your head at I feel like that's so important it's crazy that you mentioned that too because yesterday I went to the doctor and I weighed myself or they had they had to weigh me like when I when I came in and I haven't weighed myself in like a year I don't even remember the last time I weighed myself and I got on the scale and I was like holy shit I weighed one I weighed 150 I was like holy shit I was like like in my head at first I was like whoa that's like the most I've weighed in a really long time but last the last time I weighed 150 I had that mindset where I was like oh I'm just like I'm bulking you know like yeah I'm I'm trying to gain weight and I was just super fucking uncomfortable with my body and I remember like I still have pictures of myself like my stomach was super bloated. Like, I just did not feel good at all. But I was in that, like, oh, I'm bulking. I'm supposed to gain muscle. And now, like, I'm not uncomfortable with my body at all. And my it looks completely different than, like, say, like, two years ago when I was at that weight. But I've just been in that mindset of, like, I just want to be energized when I go into the gym. Like, I just want yes. to feel good. And, like, I do not feel like I'm 150 at all. Exactly. Like, oh,
1: shit. <laughs> and that's what I tell everyone, too, actually. My on Wednesdays, I do, you know, hump day on my um, app on my group community. So the hump yesterday was overcoming the hump of the scale. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, I'm like, listen, you know, it's not about that number. And it's not about comparing yourself three years ago when you were a certain number and trying to be that number, your body's going to make changes. Like Mm -hmm. you're adding muscle mass, your hormonal functions are all changing. We're getting older. We're so getting like, older. That's a yeah. huge one. <laughs> like, we're getting older. Like you can't be what you were. When I, when I was 14, I was probably like 120 pounds, skinny mini, but I can't be that. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. ditch the number. And that is why I'm, yes, I do have clients that weigh themselves. Now, if they come to me with an issue of scale, I tell them to not even try, not even weigh yeah. yourself, but I do have them weigh themselves because. It's it's just kind of like a thing for me to see where they're at, but I never, ever, ever focus on it. My main focus is measurements. So we get circumferences of the chest, the booty, the
0: mm-hmm.
1: hips, all that stuff, their legs, so that I can see over time. Cool thing is my app allows me to see the progress over time of how they're changing. And I've had pe- people that are like, I can't seem to drop weight. And I was like, your waist is dropping. It's dropped two inches.
0: Right. I, I love measurements so much. Yes. I feel like for me, it's so much better for me to see a measurement and to be like, oh, I actually lost an inch or like something like that. than it is to look at the scale because so many things can affect it. What if you drink a glass of water before you got on? Or like exactly. loaded or something. Like what I if you
1: know. what if you gotta take a dump, but it's still in there, you know what I mean? Like, like everything affects it. I know, so it's so bad. And like for instance, the other day I had a coach tell me and one of his clients saw that she gained two pounds in her journey, um, and on her check-in, and then she went and because of that, she went out and drank and like got super wasted and all these things because she was so stressed about two pounds on this scale and I was like you see what I mean like so many people just have the wrong mindset like mm-hmm. how you're just you know one that's the thing people see like oh I'm not making any changes cool let me cause more damage because what else can I do it's not working right so let me cause. you know what I mean so that's why I'm like no measurements is what I do with all my clients and I've had people like lose measurement or measurement sizes circumference sizes and then like increase weight and then boom maybe like three weeks later they start dropping weight as well, which is the reason why I like to kind of keep track of the weight because I know that some people are gonna go up and then they'll go down. But it's about just I tell all my clients, this is not a 12 week program where you're gonna lose weight. And that, you know, this is me seeing where your body feels its best. I want you to paint a picture of me, picture to me of what you think your body is going to be at its best. And I wanna get it there and keep it there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless it's someone on prep. That's a different story. Yeah. But for my lifestyle clients, I start them with like macros. And mind you, I don't give them macro like set numbers. I give them ranges. Here is your range of macros because I don't is, want-
0: I've never heard of that. That is yep. so much better. That is a yep. bad
1: idea. Yeah, because I don't want people to be anal about it. I don't want people, oh, I have to meet 150, but I went 155. Am I going to be okay? No, <laughs> you know, like it's like-, <laughs> like <laughs> that's, that's what your mind sounds like exactly 100%. yeah exactly and that's why I give them ranges and everyone loves it everyone I even with the ranges I tell them it's okay if you go a little bit above or below or like it doesn't matter It it's matters. Right. It. Like, exactly and what matters it's it, I mean those numbers are they've they've freaking taunted my life for a long time so it's my goal and my mission to teach others that it doesn't have to be that way and then like people that are just solely lifestyle lifestyle that want to see changes I even tell them we're going to bring your body to a good place with macros, right? But macros, you need to learn just so that you understand portion sizes.
0: Right. I feel like it's a good learning experience if you have someone like teaching you about it.
1: Yes. Yes. And that's what I do with my ebook. Like my whole ebook has like step-by-step, you know, like what you need to do to count your macros and all that stuff. But I tell them, I'm like, You need to learn. It's going to be hard at first, but for the first few months, like you need to learn how to count your macros so that you can start eyeballing food later on. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Just eyeball it. You've you've had so much practice. You can just go to the kitchen and you know what three ounces of chicken looks like, or you go off to eat at a restaurant and you know know, what you need to eat. You know, you can see it just by eyeballing it. So, Mm Um, and then, of course, I tell them if you want to get more into like, all right, like it's summertime, like I want to look like this certain way, and then we can start getting a little bit more specific with it. But even then, it's it's not drastic, you know. Even with my prep clients, I make super small changes in their drops, you know. I'm like, all right, well, let's drop five carbs here, maybe five grams of fat for this week. And each week, it's just very, very small changes and the body just reacts like this, you know. Because they've worked their way up to that, and one thing too, one of my biggest things lately is like I do not allow my bikini clients to prep unless I bring them to about two hundred and eighty to three hundred carbs. Then they can start prepping because then I have a lot of room to play with what their you know their food intake without having to have them in a super caloric deficit. Like I hear and I've experienced of eight to 900 calories okay I don't believe in dropping that low that is a freaking cheeseburger somewhere you know what I mean like (laughs) I don't believe in dropping someone that low so I don't allow it um but yeah you know doing the macro ranges doing the measurements and you know teaching them all about their mindset and stuff is what has really allowed me to see the success in these people and why they want to continue you know and I'm pairing it up with their training as well. Oh, and another thing, nutrient timing is huge. Is oh, huge. yeah. Like I love – no, so what I do is um, your carbohydrate intake and your protein intake prior to the gym and after the gym. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that you're using the most energy when you're going to – or that you're intaking the most energy, such as carbohydrates, mm-hmm. Um when you're going to be expending the most of it, which is the one you're working out, right? So what I do is I set macros for them to eat before and after their train with their um, carbs and their proteins. And then fats have to stay very low because carbs are going to allow to drive those proteins to your muscle Um, So and then the fat allows for slower digestion. So you want to make sure that your body's digesting those carbohydrates at a faster pace when you're going to be using them the most, which is pre and post working out. And Mm -hmm. that is huge for people because it allows me to be very smart with the timing of their food without having to drop their calories so low because their body's using it when it needs it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that right there goes back to that mind-body connection. It's like, I know and I'm going to be mindful that when I go train, I need to eat a little more because it makes sense that my body's going to use most energy during that time. You know what what I
0: mean? What do you say
1: for people who work out super early in the morning? Well, that, yeah, that becomes an issue too. I've had people, um, for instance, I have a client who has IBS, so she rather, she needs to fast in the mornings and she works out very early in the morning, so she carb loads the night before. Okay. Yeah, so she carb loads the night before and then she eats her um, post-workout meal. Um, But even for people that, that, like, wake up super early in the morning, like, if you need to get your carbohydrates in, one thing that is huge, like, Shanice does it, I don't know if you've seen it, is Rice Krispie Treats, like, one long, big Rice Krispie Treats, because it has, like, 42 grams of carbs, and it's fast-acting sugar, so that, with, like, a protein shake is, like, amazing. I do a Rice Krispie Treat before I work out, too. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't blow you. I mean, it's just sugar. (laughs) Yeah, it's just sugar, so it's a fast-acting sugar. I mean, that would be, that would be great, prior to working out, not after. After working out, you want to do more complex carbs, such as like sweet potatoes or quinoa, things that are going to digest a little slower because you want to stay full the rest of the day.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are some of like, hey, Luna, home girl, home girl, you good? good girl? She's protecting us. I want attention, Bobby. She's so funny. Maybe she heard Rice Krispie treats. Okay um what are some of the like myths that you still hear your clients believing when it comes to like diet nutrition like the let um if they want to lose weight less cardio or more cardio less carbs
1: yeah the main thing that I hear is oh well I mean I cut carbs um and I'm still not losing weight and I'm like of course you're not you're cutting carbs like your thyroid needs carbs to function properly and if you're going mm-hmm. So long with cutting carbs you're only gonna cause more damage to your body so you'll get to a point where yes you'll lose the weight but then your body's gonna be like uh girl what the hell are you doing like mm let me store some fat in here <laughs> um so that and then uh the other uh, the other day I had um yeah I see that you know your girls kill it in bikini so I was thinking maybe should I like become a should I do bikini bodybuilding in order for me to like stay motivated to you know have a healthier lifestyle. And I was like, no, 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 You need like, you need like two to three years of getting a healthy lifestyle, perfecting your healthy lifestyle before you even decide to try to get on stage. And we got to build some muscle girlfriend. Like, no, that is not the way to do it. You know, like people go into it just thinking that and that's the thing. That's another thing in the industry. They go into it thinking like, oh, you know, this is my leeway. This is my way out of, you know, feeling this way about myself and causing all this damage. Let me just set this goal. And, you know, some people get lucky with great coaches and then some people get lucky with very crappy coaches who mm-hmm. starve people. So that's why it's like, eh, you know, there needs to be more science. There needs to be more mindset. There needs to be more of that. There needs to be a movement. There needs to be a change <laughs> in the bodybuilding industry.
0: And like an explanation as to just why they're doing it, even if it's like not scientific, just to know like why, like why I'm going to be doing like less carbs or more carbs on this day, something like that. Like even just knowing like why I'm actually doing it versus.
1: Exactly. And that's why even like one thing, you know, going back to the way that I do my coaching, it's like. My check-ins are very detailed because I want to make sure that they're understanding anything. And that is why I, you know, brought this to this coaching space and why I only allow myself to have a certain amount of clients because I want to make sure that these clients have full access to me. So they text me, they're my friends. We talk, we do coaching calls. They, they can send me private messages on the app. Um, They follow me so they can read my content on there. So it's like, I want my, my, my coaching space to be a team like we're a team of people Mm -hmm. there's only a certain amount that I can take but I got to that point where I was like I don't want to be the I don't want to tell people no I hate telling people no so I'm like all right assistant coach let me teach you everything that I know everything (laughs) that I've done let me mentor you and let's have you take on some clients so that you can impact them just like I have and I don't have to tell people no you know
0: and then say for like Different training styles. This is something I've been wanting to ask you too as well. Um, for different training styles, what do you recommend? Depend, do you recommend different training styles depending upon someone's goal?
1: Yes. Um, but the main, main thing that I always focus on first with almost everyone is stability and learning your muscles and learning how to properly exercise. Even if I have someone that is advanced that comes to me for my in-person training, I tell them, leave everything you know outside that door because you're about to learn a lot of different things. And every single person is like, wow, this is a lot different because people go to the gym with the mindset of heavier weight means I'm making so much progress, but yeah. then you get so much injury, right? Mm-hmm. So people go in the gym with the mindset of like, let me just you know go in here, lift stuff and do all these improper motions and swing my body all over the place just so that I can get this a certain amount of weight up instead of really focusing on lowering that weight. Yes, even if it means starting with five pound dumbbells to really focus on your muscle and engaging your core through every single exercise. In all my videos, I need to make a t-shirt because I keep, I always say this in my videos and in all my training, keep your core tight and your pelvis tucked in. Your stability all comes from the core and the pelvis. Any exercise that you do when you're in a fixed machine, when you are on a bench, when you're in anything, you got to make sure that your core is engaged and then your pelvis is tucked in. You're going to feel so much more stable and you're going to notice the differences. Also, when you're squatting, when you're doing any glute exercises, it's so important because now you can really focus on the muscle that you're working. So whether you're a beginner or whether you're a professional bodybuilder, I don't care. I tell you, leave everything that you know outside the door and let's train like this first. Let's build your foundation. Your foundation is you understanding your muscles, increasing your stability. And then what I do is we increase the intensity based on where you're at at that point. So typically I do stability, um at first for a couple of weeks you know i always go based on that person mainly like four to six weeks um then we start increasing intensity superset drop sets all that stuff really teaching them how to you know um increase their muscle mass by doing different protocols of hypertrophy which is muscle gains so you know whether it's lifting for heavier um kind of or lifting for or lifting heavier sorry lifting for higher reps or things like that. So we get into more of that stuff the second, like about the second month or after six weeks. And then the last, depending on where they're at, if they're, you know, a leaner individual, then we can continue building muscle. But if they're more of a weight loss individual, then we go into more athletic and athletic and functional movements. So Mm -hmm. we go into more higher intensity, stuff like that. Like Pushing sleds and jumping and all these things—that's really going to allow them to have power. So it's all about stability, their strength, and their power because that's you know you want to feel powerful in the gym, you want to feel strong, and of course you need to do that with having the proper stable muscles at first. So it's kind of how I structure that. And I feel
0: like that's a huge thing. It's even that's what I thought when I first started was like the heavier I go, the the stronger I'm going to get, but. It, then I would pair that with trying to do tons of hit, and then I just got super bad knee problems. Couldn't run for, like, a year because my mm-hmm. knee felt like it was going absolutely crazy, and, like, I don't think – I don't even, like, really ever squat because I hurt my back so bad from doing, I don't squat. just trying to go heavy, 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 or just oh, use a huh. step machine now, but it feels so much better. Like, I don't Badly. need to use
1: a rack at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is where, like, you know, now that I'm going into like the the glute movement thing because we're coming up with our glute guide and all that stuff that is one thing too that I learned the resistance bands are huge for keeping muscle under tension
0: Mm -hmm. you know what I mean
1: but you have to use them properly because there can be so much injury with them with your knees caving in or your hips out all these things I see like so many girls that have like 50k followers or 100k followers huge following on Instagram consider themselves coaches and they post videos of them exercising and I'm just like, oh my God, no. Like you're no. gonna bust your you're gonna bust your knee. Like let me help. You know what I mean? So it's like it's a thing that it's a lot of people are not aware of. They're not aware of like really focusing on their muscle. They're just focusing on, all right, this is the movement. Oh, you said three squats. All right, let me do three squats. Or five squats. All right, let me do you know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like what do I need to do when I'm doing the squat. So that's what I bring to my coaching space as well. And my guided videos, it's all like all right, keep your pelvis in, core tight, and you're going to descend. As you come up, make sure your knees are out. Make sure you're not caving them in. Make sure they're not going above your toes. So essentially at first, from even my in-person clients, like whenever I'm teaching them, they're like, oh my God, these are so many things I have to remember that I've never thought about. And I'm like, yeah, but guess what? Four weeks from now, your mind's going to be programmed to not even think about it. And you're going to be able to lift heavier, quicker, Without having any injury and feeling so good and stable, you know what I mean. And that is why I see those changes. Like I don't even progress them into doing like squats or deadlifts, so till maybe about like six to eight weeks. And then when they do the squats, like I've had girls i have never done a deadlift in their life, but we build their body and their stability muscles so well around their core, their back, and um, around their spine and all that stuff with just weight training. That by the time that they get on, um, you know, in position to do their deadlift when they lift up, there's no rounding of the back, their chest is out, all their muscles are in place because they understand and they build that foundation to be able to then progress. So it's super, super important. That's why I feel like it's so important for, you know, an, an individual that's going to join the gym, whether it's just you. Investing in maybe three months, just three months. That's all. That's what I tell a lot of my people. Just invest these three months. You can stay with me for forever if you want, but my goal is for you to be a little free flying bird after you're done with me, Mm -hmm. knowing everything that you need to learn, so that when you go to the gym, you're not injuring yourself, you're doing everything properly with intention, and you're really making the changes that you want to make. A lot of people don't notice that if you focus more on your training. training the proper way that you will make changes a lot quicker than if you just try doing everything on your own with absolutely no idea what you're doing.
0: Yeah. And then, so like when your clients, even when they're with, when they transition on their own and even when they're with you and with yourself, like where I felt like just as women, we're very naturally inclined to be really hard on ourselves. And we're just, we have those days where we don't feel good. We're not confident. We have body image issues and it's not every single day, but it just like shit just happens. And like, Mm -hmm. what do you do for yourself in those time periods? And what do you do for your clients? Like, where do you put them at?
1: So, you know, for myself, when I have those body image issues days, like before, like I stated, it was always about fighting my body and stuff like that. But now, since I'm embarking into really really self-love and really appreciating myself. Like I'm talking about like, I'm gone. I'm going into some crazy shit where I just like rub my body. Sometimes I'm Yeah. I'm like, you know what, Joanna? I, I love you for being exactly who you are at this second in this moment in time, because nothing else matters besides the now, you know what I mean? So that's what I always tell myself. Like when I'm having those days, like, I'm just like, you know what? Like, no, like, I don't have to look at myself and think this, but you know how many people out there, like how many people's life I'm changing right now? Why am I going to sit here and negative talk myself? You know, why, why sit here and self-sabotage? There's no reason for it. Like, and the reason why we self-sabotage is because we want to compare. And that's what I tell my clients. too. you want to compare yourself to someone or you want to compare yourself to a previous you, or you want to compare yourself to who you want to be. And that mindset of who I want to be and, you know, after four weeks of training or doing a challenge. No, think of the now. You know, when you think of the now, you get you release anxiety, you release depression, you release everything because that's one thing too. I've read so many things and heard so many podcasts. Everything we need right is right here, right now. You know, I don't have to sit here and think about what I have to do um, tomorrow or yesterday or or what I did yesterday. It is about being powerful in the moment that you are in now and enjoying that moment when someone's like, oh my God, I feel Like I get checking, checking pictures. Wow. I didn't notice that I looked this horrible. I looked so horrible and I let myself go. And I'm like, no, don't think about it that way. Think about this as a new beginning and think about this as a wonderful journey. You are embarking in, and cherish every single moment of it. Every body change that you're making, every little moment that you notice some type of change, just cherish it. your body's meant to make those changes. You're going to be okay. And you know, you just invested in yourself. So have faith that you're going to you know, you're working towards the right thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And give yourself grace too. that. Like you're human <gasps> and you just, yeah. you, just have, you just have freaking days. You're not perfect. <laughs> like
1: be compassionate with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that is one thing too. We are so easy, especially me. I'm, I'm a people person. Right. And with being a people pleaser, sometimes you forget about yourself. Oh, 100%. So, <laughs> yeah. So you're always pleasing people. You're always putting people before you. So, you know, Lately I've just taken a step back and I'm like, if I can be so nice to X person and I can just be so genuine to this other person, why can I be that way with me? You know, like mm-hmm. I I should be loving myself. I should be happy with myself. I should be compassionate about myself. I should listen to the only body that I get. Like it's it's such an amazing journey when you do self discovery and when you, you find how limitless you truly are and that that is what i 'm really like I'm just in the beginning stages of that journey, and it's been amazing, and that's all I want to teach my client and my people it 's like it's not just about exercising and it's not just about nutrition it's about really embarking in yourself and loving yourself because if you do that you're going to be limitless, and of course the weight is going to drop, and of course you're going to stick to your nutritional coaching. You know what i mean
0: mm-hmm. and then something I know you recently touched upon is that you. I know that you struggled a lot with your metabolism and now you're at a point where it feels really good again. Like how did you get your metabolism back after you know, just giving you so many problems?
1: So I reverse dieted and started gaining so much weight. I mean, not even so it was very, cause I look back on pictures. I'm like, I gained the weight very slowly, but in that mindset at that time I was like, Oh, I'm getting low so Um, But you know, I reverse dieted after my show and that went, that went very well like I said, it back then, I didn't think so. But now I do think so. It did go well, because I didn't just, oh, 30 pounds in like a week, you know what I mean? It, it it was slow incremental weight gain. But my body, of course, didn't stop until it felt like it was at its best place. So, um, you know, that for me, you said 150 for you, I'm at 160. You know, that that is where my body felt its best. And, you know, that's where it stayed. It hasn't changed. Um But over time, you know, think about it, your body fat levels are so low. So your metabolic rate is going to be very, very low. Um, so even then, you know, I was having all these things where I was so hungry all the time, but yet my metabolism just wasn't able to, you know, accept all that food. So of course you're going to start increasing weight and all that stuff. So it was just a matter of time and reverse dieting. And then I, I decided to leave my coach and I started focusing more on nutrient dense foods, So, you know, having different types of um, greens and beans and, you know, proteins and all that stuff, which the bodybuilding mentality is just chicken, rice, and broccoli, or chicken, rice, and asparagus, or fish and asparagus. You know, it's not very nutrient dense. You're not really focused on, um, you know, the type of things that your body needs, like such as there's certain spices that you need for better hormonal functions and things like that. So I started really tapping into doing more research on how to fix my hormones and metabolism, just sort of focusing more on nutrients, you know, um, over time. And then, you know, just started being intuitively kind of like, I have an intuitive mindset with food and just eat when I'm hungry. Um, and then work my way up with that as well. My hormones were all jacked up. So luckily, you know, I mean, I had, i like, you know, I've had, I didn't have a period for five years. And luckily I got with this clinic, um, they are a hormone clinic. So I had to really, you know, I went to doctor after doctor, after doctor, no one knew what was wrong with me. No one knew why my hormone levels were all jacked up or anything like that. I finally came across this hormone clinic and you know, they, they were like, they looked at all my stuff and they're like, you, you just need, you know, stuff for my thyroid. My progesterone was really low as well. And because the reason why my progesterone was so low was because at such a young age, I was taking birth control. Mm -hmm. And at that young age, when your body's trying to produce those hormones and you give it exogenous hormones, your body is not going to react properly to it. And then it's not going to produce its own natural hormone. So I did damage a long time ago and then bodybuilding damaged me even more. (laughs) So it's like, you know what I mean? So, um, with this hormone clinic, they kept close monitoring. They, you know, they looked at my levels. And then during the time too, I was just eating as much as I can, you know, not having the mindset of, I need to lose weight anymore, but just having the mindset of, I need to fix my hormones. Um, started with them. And then I started with that coach, the coach, he's great. He's very smart with hormones and all that stuff. But I just, like I said, we just didn't align. You're going to align with some coaches. You're not going to align with other coaches. So I just, you know, I just went ahead and just started doing my own thing again, just being intuitively. And that's where I feel my best and where I feel that my metabolism has liked it, you know, because like I stated, mind. When I'm sitting here thinking of a structured meal plan and I can't, for some reason, eat something in my meal plan and with a busy lifestyle of entrepreneur, sometimes that's gonna happen, then it's automatic guilt. So my body is not gonna make changes if I'm guilty and if I'm not feeling good and stressed. So, Where I feel my best is where I can count a certain amount of macro ranges, just like I do with my clients, Mm -hmm. where I can intuitively eat based on those macro ranges, such as when I'm hungry, I can eat whatever it is that I want to eat and focusing on nutrients for sure. Micronutrients are so important and we don't get a lot of them from our foods. So supplementing with vitamins is super huge as well, which is something else that I do with my clients and myself. So I know
0: this is super broad, but for somebody who is wanting to get into fitness and they are trying to set a goal, what advice do you give them?
1: And they're trying to set a goal? A fitness goal. Like whether they want to lose weight, gain weight, like what do you... What I'd start first, like I stated, is like why? Why do you want to gain weight? Why do you want to lose weight? Why? Is it because you want to do it or because you think society is telling you or your family is telling you or outside forces are telling you that you should lose weight or you should gain muscle so first Mm -hmm. I start there when they're like oh it's all about me like no like I want to do this for me then they're a step ahead but when they're like oh you know my boyfriend calls me fat or I've always been first off leave him (laughs) yeah yeah oh yeah that would be my number one thing I'd be like let's go back. Um, your who, who can you like not be your, your boyfriend no more? Like that's no, that's step number one. If you want to be part of the fitness journey, <laughs> um, or like I've always been the fat kid. Then, then there's a deeper meaning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we got to find that deeper meaning. And I always tell them that for me to best support you, I need to find that deeper meaning. And we're going to work on that as I give you nutrition and I give you exercise coaching. The main thing is we're going to tap into what it is that, you, your, your definition of healthy, you know, your definition of losing weight, your definition of, of, um, gaining muscle. So, you know, if you're coming to me and you're like, I want to lose weight. Why find your why first, mm-hmm. then with that purpose. And with that direction, find a coach who aligns with you and can guide you through that. That would be my main, my main and response. Who
0: to that. do you recommend coaching to?
1: What do you mean? Like, like
0: somebody who wants to get into a fitness goal. They don't know if they want a coach.
1: Like, I recommend everyone has a coach. <laughs> you know like that is why I've had coaches over I mean business, I have a business coach. I had a mentor like I recommend that you someone I mean, I feel like everyone has to have a coach at some point or time. Um especially if you are just if you're even feeling like I need a fitness goal coach. <laughs> do research make sure they align with you. get on phone calls. First thing is if the coach is willing to get on a phone call with you and is willing to give you their full undivided attention, that right there is huge because that is right that right there shows you that they truly truly care and they want to know more about you than just an email, a text or just an application like yeah, he replied, oh, you're accepted, welcome. no. it is more than that. you know it should be someone who's willing to tap super deep into you all your limiting beliefs, crush those so that you can embark in this fitness journey and succeed.
0: Mm-hmm. And have the accountability and not be so hard on yourself. Cause that's one of the things like we want to just tear ourselves to pieces. But when you have a coach, they like kind of bring you back into reality. Like, Hey, and- you're actually like, you're actually doing great. And then, but normally if you didn't have that coach, you would just keep going, going, going. Exactly. And another huge
1: thing for me is we we as people are so easy to spend money on food and spend money on drinks and spend money on our cute new iPhone X, triple X, 4X, whatever the heck they have. Now. I don't know about all these iPhones, whatever on all these things, but you're not willing to invest in yourself. You know, like that's the thing. Some people are like, Oh, I just don't have the money money is limitless. You can find it anywhere. And if you work truly hard, like you, you have the ability to make the money or to invest or something. Yes. I come from a low income household, so I know what it is to like not have anything whatsoever. And there are people out there like that. But if you have it and you're spending it on other things, cut back a little bit, budget a little bit and invest in something that's going to make a difference in your life for forever. And that is what I tell all my clients. I'm like, after you're done with me, whether it you stay with me for a year or three months, I want this to make a life change for you for forever. You're going to take so much knowledge out of this that it's going to be worth every single penny that you spend. So it's about really getting rid of that limiting belief and being like, you know what, instead of spending money on a brand new like thing for my car or decorations for my apartment, let me just cut back a little bit On that, and let me invest in me, my health, my goals, and being the best version of myself. Mm, Because in turn, that'll make you money. Because then you'll feel so much better. So really, exactly. (laughs) And that's what a lot of people don't understand. I'm like, I promise you, you're gonna be so much more confident at work, so much more productive. You're gonna want to go out and do more things. Like you're gonna. It's just amazing what it does.
0: Mm, And that's
1: that's what I that's what I want to bring to the coaching space. I don't want it to just be someone like, oh yeah, I was with that girl, Joa Fitness for like three months. And like, now I'm just looking for a different coach. No, I want it to be like, Joa taught me so freaking much. Now I can do it on my own. And I've had people that go off and do it on their own. And they're like, you know what? Like, I want to come back to you. Like, I just, I need that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it goes either way. Like some people are ready to do it on their own and they kick ass. Or some people just need that accountability 24 seven. We're human. We need each other. So why not, you know, find people that can help your weaknesses? Mm -hmm. Why not find people who can take that negative energy of you trying to find out what the hell to do with something and give it to someone else who can help you do that. And then you can focus your energy on your craft, on your, what you were good at. You know what I mean? That's the way I see it. And with your coaching program, what are all of the
0: different options that you have for coaching? And it's all through your app, right? Yeah. So,
1: um, let me go ahead and actually pull up a little thing here (laughs) because it's step-by-step everything okay so you know obviously I offer bikini prep and I offer lifestyle coaching my lifestyle coaching I did have it to where it was like oh you know this package includes this and this package includes that but now it's just one full package Mm -hmm. because I want everyone to have the same type of coaching because I don't want the differences between the packages before were bi-weekly check-ins or weekly check-ins and then the coaching calls were different I don't want that. I want everyone to have the same thing. And like I stated, I want my, my group of people has to be, it's going to stay small. So I want it to be people that value it. I want people to see, you know, that understand the investment that they're making in themselves. And I want to make sure that it's not like a, a bunch of people. It's just a certain amount of people that really, truly can resonate with this. So I have just one um, type of package, one plan. So that includes your, the private community and the app exercise coaching with guided videos, nutritional plan, depending on their goals. Um, I'm really huge about macros. But for instance, I just now got a client who has um, celiacs and um, other type of digestive issues. So I had her plan is a lot different. And it's, it's not macro based. So you know, there's going to be those certain people that I do take on that are going to be macro based, but then there's going to be like those selected few that have deeper issues that we need to fix. So that's why I, I say to reach your health goals. So depending on what their health goals is, I work around that. And if I don't know something that I, that how I can truly help them with that, I, you best believe I'm going to research the crap out of it. <laughs> and I'm going to go and, and reach out to other people so that I can, you know, create the best plan for them. Um, then that includes a startup call after I send them everything with their guides, everything. Um, I, they have the, at membership and all that stuff. Then I start them off with a startup call. So schedule your call with me. We're going to discuss your plan. We're going to set you some goals, which I write down on the back end in the database of my app. Um, and then I'm going to motivate you to start right away and then all that stuff. So, and it's so cool because everything is so free flowing now that by the time we get to the intro call, they're just like, no, like you made everything so easy. Like this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we just talk about goals. Um, Then they get a weekly check-in on my app, measurements, progress, photos, all in the app. Like everything is wonderfully in the app. Um, And then they do check-in questions that they send me on a thread. And then on that thread, I update them with their plan. And I supplement all their plans with a Google Doc as well that has everything. So their guides, their, you know, what we're doing for training, what we're doing for nutrition, all that. Very, very detailed, very, very, like, just sets them up for success. Um, Then after that, we do biweekly scheduled calls for accountability. So that could be via FaceTime, Skype, or Zoom, or we just do a regular call, depending, like, if they're, you know, busy, they can just do it on their car. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just very important. So they have the ability of scheduling those with me if they have anything. Like, some people need that. Some people are like, I'm not feeling motivated, and that call just really helped me. Thank you so much, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, they get their nutrition ebook guidelines and they get free access to all my uh, my other ebooks and e-guides that I will be coming out with more right now I'm really focused on that glute guide that I'm coming up with but um the ebooks and e-guides that I will be providing such as you know I have one on self love I have one on losing momentum so like when people start losing momentum like things and ways to fix that based on my personal experiences and I love writing so Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very good writing and expressing and it's my creative side so I I like to supplement people with those ebooks and stuff that hey Joanne I'm not feeling good today here you go read this tell me how you feel after that you know (laughs) things like that and of course 24 7 access to me via text which I used to think that would it would be very like kind of hard on me because I have so many things going on but you know I I always am very responsive within you know the day Mm -hmm. so And that's why I said I keep it very small because I need to make sure that I have a certain amount of people that are willing to just work with me and that can text me and can be super one-on-one with me.
0: Yeah. They really want it. You really want it. Exactly. You have to want it and they also have to want it. Exactly. What are your next goals? Cause you just started doing this in August, right? So it's been like six months. So what are some of your next goals that you can share that aren't like super duper secretive with your coaching plan, your program, just everything that
1: you're doing? I, I mean, that's one thing, too, with me. I am an open book, and I love sharing everything. So <laughs> even, even with other coaches, like I have coaches who are also having this app and everything, and they're like, Joanna, you just have so much success with it. Can you help me? So I'm, like, open about all that stuff. Um, but anyways, so my next goal is to build a team, and that is what I'm currently, like, only, mm-hmm. I, I, that was my 2019 goal, and I already have three people. By it's not even the middle of January, it's like the middle of January um but building a team that can help, so you know, like I stated, everyone has weaknesses, and I know what my weaknesses are, and I need them to be supplemented with other humans who are experts in that or who have a lot of knowledge in that stuff, so building a team of people and then building a team of coaches, so you know, I have my assistant coach who will be coaching, so now my goal is to increase her income um and then the girl, the, the, my personal assistant, I am mentoring her to be a coach as well. Um, and increase her income as well. So I want to have essentially, you know, I want to coach coaches as time progresses, but right now I have like two or three coaches that, um, resonate with me that really see my mission, really see my vision and want to, you know, help this business grow. Um, as well as a team of people when it comes to like marketing um, you know, helping me build campaigns and all that stuff because I'm so bad with all that stuff. Like, I'm not like, I'm good at marketing, like with creative stuff, but not with like campaigns and doing the research, the market research and all that stuff. So, definitely leveling up in that area um, to just, you know, bring people with me. That's what I want to do. I want to bring others with me to, to see this mission and this vision. Yay. And mm-hmm. uh, what, like,
0: how can people get a hold of you?
1: Um, so if they go on my Instagram, my Instagram has been like literally my whole entire marketing tool, Like how weird our generation. I mean, is. it's free. It's, 100% it's free. And, free. Our, and our generation is just that's how it is, like hair salons mm-hmm. and you know, all these small businesses. That's how you that's how you reach each other. Um, so they can reach me on um Instagram, it's at underscore Joa Fitness, or they can go on my website, Joa-fitness.com. I had to do the dash because there was another Joa Fitness. So <laughs> it has to be joa-fitness.com or joa at joa-fitness.com is my email. And yeah, I mean, Instagram is a, like a huge one for me right now. On there, you can see all my stuff, everything that I've done over the months. You can go scroll all the way down to when I was like in high school and see me just progress over time. Like my whole journey is there. And I like to keep it that way because people can see, you know?
0: Thank you so, so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Revival Podcast. If you thoroughly enjoyed it just as much as I believe you did, please make sure that you go and leave a review on my iTunes and let me know all of your thoughts. And make sure to stay tuned to even more episodes that are going to continue to drip all the gold in the world.